Bush and Richie here with another Home Time Show podcast for you. Uh, just before Richie reads out his prepared statement on the steps of the uh, of One Golden Square here, the beat you're about to hear in the show, uh, it's a long story how we get to it, but a listener texts in to, to clarify uh, what doubling down on a particular fact is. And it's et duplex. That's the Latin for it. Uh, it was in relation to Richie, and even before the show starts, he's doing this. Yeah, so on yesterday's podcast, or indeed you may have just listened to it about half an hour ago, on the podcast, that precedes this one on your device. Uh, some comments were made about the German confectionery firm <laughs> Stork. Stork! Uh, and we were very, very much um, complimenting them on how they were managing to run a business purely on Toffifi. Yes. Turns out Stork <laughs> <laughs> actually run Bendix, the mints. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also uh, Reisen, the, uh, the chocolate. Never heard of that before. You never heard of Reisen? I've had rum and Reisen, but it sounds uh, <laughs> very different. A foreign version of it. Werther's original. They, it's There's them. your smoking gun. <laughs> That's their big hit, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. And I, th- I do believe in the show. I asked you, do the, in Toffifi? Do they only do Toffifi? And you were adamant that, that they were a one-trick pony. You, you even commended them on still surviving in the modern era, just doing one line of confectionery. Here's tonight's podcast. <laughs> Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Paul Baker says on text, Bush and Richie, I've just heard the trailer earlier on saying that you two had no ideas for today's show. Does that mean you usually do? I always thought you made it up as you went along. Anyway, it seems that way listening to How it. How dare you, Paul Baker? Unbelievable. <laughs> He's gone on the list. He's on the list. Well, look, we could have been in a situation where we were talking about nothing right now, but I've been dealt a midweek win and I'm delighted about it. I have managed to overturn a parking fine today. Wow, so we get to almost four o'clock we haven't got anything going and we just wait for life to come to us. That's exactly how we roll. We knew it would come good in the end. No, do you know what? About a fortnight ago, parking fine came through in the post uh, and uh, it was my car, but my wife had been driving it. Right. <laughs> Opened up the letter and <laughs> took it over to us and I believe this is for you. <laughs> for your inbox? <laughs> yeah. And she goes, I paid that. I absolutely paid that. I absolutely paid that. They're not having that off me. I absolutely paid that. So she was adamant that she'd gone and paid it. To the extent that she then went into our online banking, took a screenshot of the money going out to the local council, and then, wow. there you are, send them that, appeal it. <laughs> she doesn't sort like Bruce Forsyth. It's just a bad impression. Did she ask you to come and have a look at what you could have won? <laughs> does sound a bit like that. So, filed the complaint, and uh, off it goes. And you're always, when you're doing that kind of thing, even though she was adamant, you've got that jeopardy of, it's 30 quid if I pay it now, if this goes wrong, it's suddenly up to 60 quid, you know, is this worth there it? Is, there is a Clint Eastwood, do you feel lucky how many times exactly. have I shot five or six top of the moment with these do, do you challenge it and risk the double the double fine it's you versus the man but then this email comes through thank you for your recent correspondence regarding regarding the above parking charge notice on this occasion they say in their pompous way gritted teeth the parking charge notice has been cancelled in full but then they have their little dig. However, to prevent further parking charge notices from being issued, please ensure payment for parking is made under the correct and full registration. They couldn't leave, leave it, could they? Had to no. just say someone as the door was slowly closing. Exactly. So it's but like, still, that's a win. It is a win. It's, it's a, a win. It's a Wednesday win. It's a midweek win. So look, life is tough right now. So let's celebrate the good things when they happen. If you have had a midweek win, no matter how small, we want to hear about it this afternoon and celebrate with you. Text us at eight twelve fifteen. 
Simon says I've got the new puppy to poo and wee outside in the rain and he slept through a conference call. I'm pretty much Dr. Doolittle. I feel I thought he slept through the conference call himself. Yeah. I was like, that sounds like <laughs> a perfect afternoon. Uh, I'm wearing sports kit today because I thought, looking out the window this morning in Leon C, it was tipping down. Obviously, I cycle in and out of work. I'm not getting soaked and having wet, sad jeans all day. Yeah. So I thought well, we'd wear... Stuff you might wear if you're in the gym. Shorts and a bit of lycra going on. Happy as Larry. Got soaked but didn't, didn't make any difference. There you go, a happy soaking. It's a win. It literally is a happy soaking. Genuinely, win-win situation. Uh, Dominic says, youngest son passed his driving test first time today. It's therefore given me a brief honeymoon period where he will happily drop me off and drive me home from the pub. Youngest ever Parker from Thunderbirds right there. Dan says, <laughs> I got the air bubbler in my fish tank to work after watching a YouTube video on aquarium pump Repair. <laughs> There's a niche market. <laughs> There's a niche market. So look, midweek wins. Uh, we're after small ones right. as well. Sarah says bought a beauty advent calendar last year that was missing items. I emailed them at the time. They did nothing about it. But I got an email this morning saying they're sending this year's one free of charge to make up for it. Brilliant. Well, loads of little uh, bottles that are too small to make any normal use of anything. Absolutely. That's uh, what your beauty advent calendar is. Uh, Charlie says made my own stuffing using sweet chestnuts from the garden. A bit dry, perhaps, but still felt. <laughs> Luxurious. All right, Cadfile. And then Jack and Hinkley says celebrating a last minute penalty for Hinkley AFC against Rochester, if that's how you say it, last night. He says it puts us above local rivals, Leicester Road. Win win. Go on, the Hinkley. Get in there, Hinkley. Uh, Custom, what's yours? So I have been a nurse for 25 years in A&E. Wow. Uh, I got my long service award last week, which was a letter and a, a little voucher. <laughs> hey, how, how little's the voucher? £100, which for 25 years, you know, it's good for the NHS, trust me. Hey, have you, have you, surely have you spent all the applause we were giving you a few months ago? Because that obviously compensated for everything, didn't it? Absolutely, yes. The applause helped the end. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so I got that. And then I got, I, I went for an interview for a sister's post, finally. Been working up to it for 25 years, eh? The big move. Yeah, I have a child with special needs, so it wasn't necessarily my focus. But, but yeah, finally she's old enough and I don't, she's not my main priority anymore. So I finally went for it and I got it. So, yes, 25 years, I finally got my sister's post. Oh, amazing. Fantastic. What an amazing thing you do. I mean, you know how much we love you in this country. We really appreciate it. Uh, how are things at the moment? Is it, is it, is it as tough as it ever was or getting worse? What's it like or, you know, at ground zero at the moment? So it was getting better, but obviously it's getting worse, um, mainly because the normal winter pressures, which we have every year, where we're normally operating as near to full capacity as we absolutely can manage, on top of that, obviously, we have the normal winter pressures for people with respiratory problems that normally are affected in the winter. Well, you keep going, Kirsten. We really appreciate what you do. And uh, in a very little way, Bush and I will, will try keeping you smiling on your way home from a tough shift. I know it's not much, we, but it's the best we can do. We may end up having to send you vouchers as an apology because that probably <laughs> might not happen, but we'll give it a go. <laughs> very much that's really sweet of you no i appreciate it thanks ever so much it's it's nice to be um valued and it's nice to hear that feedback so that that makes all the difference when we when we get that to be honest brilliant lovely to be you take care we really appreciate it see you later
so much. Uh, Kenny says, hearing today that our local gyms have reopened on Merseyside. Definitely a midweek win. Time for me to restart my beach body ready for summer 2025. Mate, you're on target. From what we've heard, you're on target. Tiff says, <laughs> my midweek win, half-term next week, the crotch goblins, another word for children, <laughs> off to my old folks' home for a few days. Day off work. Sister from another mister is doing the same. I'm going to have a day kicking about in my newly restored Mark II Golf GTI 16V, reliving our youth and maybe finishing a whole conversation without a small person interrupting. I might even fit in a nap. Rock and roll, baby. Wow, what a win. Mike, uh, what's been your midweek win? Um, I had a plastering job that was supposed to take me two days and instead of taking me two days, I've just finished it. Um, so I'm off all day tomorrow on full pay. <laughs> right, you sound like you might be uh, maybe sitting on the loo reading a newspaper right now because you live in the dream. I'm in the bath. Oh, Mike! Radio. What is what is someone doing having a bath before five o'clock in the afternoon? What is what's what is with that? Well, have you seen the mess a plaster makes? That's a good point. You absolutely covered. I uh, was, well, yeah. Well, I'm not now. I'm a big cleaner. I feel like I'm speaking to my door here. Like, have you, have you had a proper clean and a wash? <laughs> so, what are you going to do with tomorrow then, Mike? You got a day off and you're being paid for it. Um. Well, my wife's working from home, so I think I might take her to the pub for some lunch. Oh, oh, pub lunch, that'd be so good. What kind of thing are you thinking? What comes into your mind when you think pub lunch? Um, just our local pub, so probably she'll just get a hunter's chicken. Oh, oh, living the dream, Mike. I wish I could be there with you, but it'll be more than one household. He's like a lotto winner, this fellow. He really is living the dream. <laughs> you really, really are. So uh, are, you, are you finishing up in the bath now? Are you going to stay in for a bit longer, soak in for a bit? I'm going to stay in a bit longer. I'm just having a beer as well. Oh, Mike, stop it. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is amazing. Radio porn. Home <laughs> time with Bush and Richie. Joe, we were just talking about it a minute ago. Now thinking about it, I used to absolutely love 999 with Michael Burke. <laughs> what an iconic programme that was from back in the day. Uh, just, the, just the theme music. Him and a Mac, air ambulance in the background, winding down after just doing a rescue. Cut to thick couple from Nottingham climbing Ben Nevis in sliders. <laughs> that was the kind of the programme. The reason I'm playing this in the background is I want to tell you all about this. Um, I did actually nearly die on Monday. I'm not exaggerating, nearly died. I mean, it's good to have you with us. Thank you. It's a miracle that I'm here, to what be honest happened? with you. What happened? Well, I was uh, on the beach in Leon Sea. Um, me and my other half, Katie, who took our little youngest daughter, Thea, down there with us to have a little play about. And as we were heading towards the cafe for me to get her latte, I got bitten on the back of the neck by something. Right. Could be, is it a false widow? Is that one of the name of them spiders? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Black widow as well. There's a couple of widows. The false one, not as bad as the black one. Is it whatever the, 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 uh, the main Australian horrible living in the, in the loose seat one? That's the one yeah, that got yeah, me on yeah. the back. Anyway, I brushed it off the back of my neck and I felt it dropped to the floor. I swear I, I, I nudged this wristwatch. It was that big <laughs> as it dropped to, the, dropped to the floor and scampered off. I fell to my knees because I felt, this is awful, I've been nipped by something. You fell to your knees? I fell to my knees, holding the back of my neck. Uh, and since then, I, uh, as you will see, if you follow us on Twitter, at Absolute Radio, I have quite a big bulge on the back of my neck now. People stop going on about grey hairs on the back of my head, by the way. Look at that. Wow. Do you know what? I was ready to laugh at you, but you turned... You've pulled your, your your neckline. That's quite a little bump. Isn't it? And that was a few days ago That's now. a few days ago. So wow. I, I'm obviously filled with loads of fears that there's eggs in there and it's going to pop out and I end up at like a tropical <laughs> illnesses unit or something like that. But it, there's something about being bitten by something where it stays with you for a bit. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, for this hour of the show, what was the last thing you were bitten by? Rich, have you ever been bitten by anything? <laughs> Most recently. the la Answering your question truthfully, the last thing was my toddler. Oh, my word. Rocco B. <laughs> yeah, just... He's got 
got he's got anger issues. That lad. Has he? Yes. Yeah. Where does I, he nip? Uh, it was nip, nip in my arm as I'm as I'm carrying him, trying to move him away from something. Like, ah! so like, no, no, no. That, wow. that was a phase that did not last very long. They can clamp down on you as well, they can't can they, toddlers? Indeed, yes. Uh, let us know what was the last thing that bit you. Bev's been in touch. Her tortoise that's called Frey Bentos. What a cracking name for a tortoise. Bit her finger. Uh, and Nicole has been in, uh, been in touch. She got bitten by a rescue chicken. I haven't yet moved on from the fact that tortoises bite. That's incredible. What about their beaky, like, dinosaur-style front of face? I didn't think they had aggression in them. And what about that rescue wow. chicken? How uh, unappreciative. Exactly. To turn around and bite literally <laughs> the hand that feeds. Uh, Robin says, Bush, wish I got bitten by a pumpkin seed. He says this is a type of fish. What? Uh, then on the Monday after, I realised it had been eaten by the catfish it shares the tank with. <laughs> So a good spot of karma. <laughs> That's one of my favourite takes of the night so far. Uh, do you know what? Covid does mean that we're not travelling as much right now, so we're not getting the chance yeah. to get exotic bites like Andy and Bromley, who's got in touch with a scorpion in Belize. Wow, that's almost a boast, yeah, isn't that's, it? That's not happening to anyone at the moment, Andy. Although, right here in the UK can be just as scary. Listen to this one, Bush and Richie. My name's Chris from Essex. The last thing I was bitten by was a false widow. Uh, we were putting a gazebo away in a friend's shed, full-on Essex, that, three months ago with the help from two, and they got all of us. Wow. So they, the whole gang of false widows got him and his mates. Amazing. Like, imagine them running away from it, like uh, the Goonies or something. I've oh, got Dave on the line. Dave, what bit you, mate? Uh, it was my pet snake. Your own pet snake bit you? <laughs> I did have a pet snake. I haven't got a pet snake no more. That, that's not a direct result of it biting you, is it? No. OK, what, so it's done something worse that made you think, oh, I don't have a pet snake anymore? <laughs> um, yeah, my, uh, my son was scared of it. I mean, I think I would no, be. If, yeah, it sounds he's got form. <laughs> it bit Dad. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing he was only, it was only, it was a King California corn snake, so it was actually only about two and a half foot long. Right, I'm going to look up King California, California. corn snake. Corn snake. Okay, so you've had this, but was this before you had kids? You had the snake, so the snake was around before the child. Is that right? No, 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 no. The kids were around before the snake. I inherited the snake from my cousin. Of course, confuse him. Now, the internet says that your King California corn snake is considered harmless to humans, but if handled, <laughs> it is common for this species to bite, as well as yeah. excrete faecal contents. Oh dear, they so I think fun. you got away lightly. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think I did somehow. Uh, can we just confirm that the snake is OK? It's been moved on to another home? Yes, the snake was moved on to another home. What area is he in? Uh, uh, Viper Valley. I don't got clue. <laughs> Viper <laughs> Valley, get him off. Okay. You've got Sarah on the call. Tell us what, you got stung, but what was it? It was a wasp, but it's not just one wasp. I was out on a walk one two Sundays ago yeah. and I got a wasp sting out of nowhere mm-hmm. at one o'clock in the afternoon. Right. And then I went out for another walk the next Sunday. Same thing happened again. Oh my word. That is weird, isn't it? <laughs> two wait, before that, when was the last time you were stung? Um when I was about ten. So, like, donkey's years, no offence, of, of, of nothing. Thank you very much. Uh, could have chosen better words, I'll be honest with you. Uh, no, no sting for ages, then suddenly two stings on consecutive weekends at the exact same time. At the exact same time. Not only that, on my same leg, about two centimetres apart, and in the same part of my walk. Now, look, Sarah, I don't want to sound like a parent here, but I don't want you going down on that walk this Sunday at one o'clock, because yeah, that would just be it. foolish. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going. My husband's already made me do that walk again since then, like, get back on the bike. 
but I'm not going down there on Sunday. And if I do, I'm wearing armor. I, lo- I love the fact. <laughs> I love the fact that he wanted you to go like, again, like to try and you know take this wasp on head to head, like a batty wasp was going to appear with a hoodie in the alleyway or something. You know. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. But they came out of nowhere, so now I'm a little, a little bit scared because they're really painful and they're really lumpy. I've eaten already today. Normally, eat after the show, big meal to go home to kind of thing. I ate at lunchtime today, and do you know what? Because (laughs) the fact I ate at lunchtime and because of what I cooked, I feel like I've gone back to school and had a classic school dinner. I love it. Isn't that just... For some reason this evening, we've had theme tunes from TV shows that take you right back to certain places. This is having your tea after school, isn't it? 100%. Just close your eyes and you can, you can picture that school canteen. Just the, yeah. It's not just picturing it, it's, it's hearing in your head the noise of a school canteen, the busyness of a school canteen. I'm, I'm closing my eyes now. I feel myself bussing a tray along uh, those wheels that you get. <laughs> the bit where you've got a really sour-faced yeah, dinner lady yeah. slopping stuff out with a spoon. Yeah, no matter what the meal is, <laughs> it was always slopped Slop, on. have a bit of that. Uh, so, this lunchtime, uh, because of the weather, well, it's so rubbish today. Day. I kind of we we need a hearty meal, so I, I did bangers and mash. Oh, a classic! <laughs> because it was mashed potato, three sausages, gravy poured on top, uh, and Natalie was working at home this morning, so she's coming downstairs at lunchtime to this meal, and she said it felt like she was walking downstairs before she even knew what I'd cooked. The smell was of a school canteen. It does have that vibe about it, doesn't it? So here's the thing: I thought to myself, we're onto something here because you lot of most of you I'm guessing have still got your main meal you're about to sit down and have it and all that kind of thing I had it at lunchtime but it was this school dinner vibe Bush do you not think we could attach the home time name yes to a brand new sort of range of ready meals and call it the home time school dinners well I love that because you know sometimes you might go to a supermarket and they've got like the extra special line it's like you know by the branding that's a particular line of food exactly it could be like that but absolutely brutally basic dinners from like the 70s and 80s that you would have had at school. And we've moaned before on this show that sometimes ready meals, they're always different temperatures, different lengths. All the home time school dinners are available. Gas Mart 6, 30 minutes. Well, I'll start you off with one which was straight out of St Cuthbert Main School in the 90s, Trumland Road in Torquay, right? And I had this every single day and it was chips with half a cheeseburger. So a burger with <laughs> with the bun underneath it and cheese on the top and I had it every single day of my wow. life. Which is unbelievable. Brilliant. That, there you go. That in the microwave, 15 minutes, jobs are good. So there, there you go. Uh, Lucy said... <laughs> Lucy says, watery shepherd's pie. (laughs) The mince has to be gravelly, uh, the potato has to be lumpy, and there's bits of tasteless carrot and pea inside. As an aside, distressingly, the same mince mix can be put on dry, heat-lamped rice (laughs) for chilli con Mick has opened up the front on the whole dessert. Don't forget, we do desserts in this uh, school dinners collection as well. That's right, yes. Mick says, prunes and custard in the dessert range, please. 
uh, chips that are simultaneously cold, chewy and rock hard, uh, followed up with some unidentifiable pink wobbly dessert that has half a cherry on top. It's a good idea for a little multi-buy, that one. Is that, is that Angel Delight? Is that what we're talking about here or some other substance? I think he's going with more the blancmange. Oh, yeah, good old blancmange. Yeah. Forgotten about that. A lot of people recommending and uh, like reminiscing, I say anyway to put it, about rice pudding with jam in the middle. I wonder whether rice pudding is still a thing in 2020. I've not seen it in ages. Do get in touch with Please us. Please let us know. Uh, Ali, what else is going in the range? The sausage roll roll. The sausage, sausage roll, roll roll? The sausage roll roll, yep. OK, now, I mean, I, 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 this wasn't around when I was at school. I've not seen the sausage roll roll before. You might need to explain this to Richie and I. I. Think, I think it was a creation in Warwickshire in the early 90s. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was... Um, we had... Um, kind of a selection of things you could get at break time from the, can- the lovely canteen ladies and um, they created this thing where they put a warm sausage roll that was too big for the bun that was quite an important aspect of it Great. it didn't fit neatly in it it had to stick out both sides uh, it was a really flaky pastry it was in a warm buttered bun so it kind of melted as you squished it it melted the um, the butter so that sort of dripped down you with the pastry that flaked off you as well so you oh. went into your next lesson a bit covered but feeling great um, it, it wasn't healthy at all Ali I've got to be I've got to be honest I'm having a bit of that that sounds really it's nice I, I've, ne- I've never had yeah. a sausage roll inside a buttered bap they said it's it couldn't an, be done it's an they- amazing thing and it has to be like a soft bap so that you know you can squish all together. But I'm now a school teacher, and I have explained <laughs> to my canteen ladies that this is the way forward. I, I, I love um, the fact that when you were a kid, you ate like a builder with a hangover. That's absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> we were saying earlier on. So you're a school teacher. We, Richie and I were saying earlier on that kids these days, and I, I don't want to sound like an old fella, but they don't know how lucky they are with their, their school lunches and dinners. Do, do you agree, Ali? Do you know what I got yesterday from our school canteen? I work in a proper state comp, and I got a uh, chicken Caesar bagel. Oh, the game's gone. The game is completely gone. It's unbelievable. Oh, this, is, this is weird. You do still get jelly, though, that's like still got most of the gelatin not set in it. Oh, um, that put me are, off jelly for about a, a, a generation, that did. Yeah. There are some things that you're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And there's other things that you're like, oh, my God, what on earth is this? This is like, this is just not good. This is like a throwback to the 90s. If you miss the delights of eating in a school canteen, then have we got some food for you. Brand new from the Absolute Radio Kitchens, it's the Hometime School Dinner Range. Pre-cooked meals for your convenience, created to evoke the vibes of lunchtime with your mates. Why not try 2,000 degrees bangers and mash? Completely bland macaroni cheese. Strangely coloured cottage pie. Not very spicy curry and rice. And why not try our special school dinner dessert range? We've got semolina, custard and plain old sticky ice bun. All our meals are 30 minutes at gas mark six and will leave you feeling full and fed and ready for double maths on a rainy day. Get a home time school dinner in your basket right now. You want to be cool? Eat like you're at school. Carolan, what else still needs to be added to it? I do. I'm hoping your school dinners collection also includes puddings. Oh, yes. We've got, a, we've got an extensive uh, 1970s <laughs> puddings range. OK, it's a chunk of that ginger cake that both tasted and smelled like lavender. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Did you, ever have, did you ever have that as a pudding? I can visualise it right now. 
served with the custard that as it came out the jug it sort of alternated between being watery and lumpy <laughs> love it great memories almost wanted to throw up at the thought of it actually <laughs> but yes it's going straight into our home time school dinner range fantastic I look forward to seeing it in Iceland brilliant nice one Carol Ann see ya That's the end of the podcast. If there's anything else Richie may have got wrong or boldly uh, decided that he knows, even though he hasn't got the facts at hand, do get in touch. We've set up a 24-hour Richie Firth clarification hotline, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Stork have 6,100 employees worldwide. (laughs) There you go. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Let me hear you say. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. It's over. It's over. It's done.